The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we usually do our big old intro, but instead, I'm just going to say I want to welcome to the show my co-host and one of the most awesome people ever, uh, Paul Michael Bowen. G'day, Paul. Good day. and for the record, neither one of us have seen Avengers Endgame. Yep, not yet, so I'll be seeing Not saying tomorrow. I'm not going to, to, but it's, wow, it made $120 million in freaking pre-sales. Oh, it's amazing. You know, and it, because it's three hours long, I'm seeing people posting uh, pictures outside of like 12 theater multiplexes and like Grab me a tissue. 10, 10 out of 12 are showing this freaking movie. Oh, yeah, it's so. insane. So I'm definitely going to see it because mm-hmm. awesome. Um, and I've seen all the others. I do want to yeah. say the one that everyone's going wild for. If you go to Google and you type in Thanos, you click on the glove it makes uh, it makes like fifty percent of your content disappear. It now then, seems to be knocking you halfway down the page. It does. It knocks you halfway down the page and makes a bunch of stuff disappear. Uh, it shows okay. you as it makes it disappear, and to get it back, all you have to do is go to the top and click the glove again. But if you wait, it's just going to show you things that disappear. Uh, yeah, marketing can be wonderful. Sometimes. I think it's brilliant. Like, I, I love when yeah. you see the really cool Google weirdness, just because it's awesome. And why not have a little fun with it, you know? I mean, they're taking all of our data, and uh, more, they're pretty much, I think they can hold everybody hostage. Just At by this point, yeah. Just by revealing their Google searches. I remember there was, my Google search history was, was kept on, and I found it once. You, and it's probably why I'm no longer allowed in Alabama. But that's a whole more other. than likely. Yeah, Alabama yeah. still has some interesting laws. Ah, so yeah. Every- Who knew that was illegal? But okay, fair enough. So, so everyone's going back on point. Oh yeah, everyone's going nuts for Endgame. Um, Game of Thrones, of course, is causing a sensation everywhere. Yeah, and you know, spoiler alert: Who knew the last four episodes were all musicals? Really, I haven't seen that. Yes, really. Of course. No. I, I can't imagine that. Yeah, because I'm caught up on Game of Thrones. I love the series. I think it's the best of the of this decade. I didn't like it. <laughs> I'm, I'm that guy. I'm I'm the I'm that asshole. No, um, it's brilliant. It's got you know, it's it's fantasy, and, and I don't know. Is is no? Why would you say you didn't like it? Now, this is before I, I start like making some. <laughs> I didn't okay. like the book. Um, it Never was too heavy. It was too heavy for me. Okay. And when I watched the first couple of episodes, it was just, it was too heavy. It was too dark. It just wasn't my thing. Fair enough. No, 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 that's, that, that, those are completely legitimate reasons. You know, if you were to say something like, I didn't like the characters or I didn't like the, you know, how things oh, were set up. Those, those, those are up for some, debate. Yeah, when there's just not. not for taste. 
Got it. I get it. There's, you can't complain. It's well cast. It's well written. It's, I mean, the set deck is gorgeous. The direction is incredible. There, there is not, if, if you're going point by point, there isn't a complaint. Mm-hmm. But if it didn't tickle, but it didn't tickle your fantasy, your fancy. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm just not, I'm just not a fan of that sort of thing. I wish I was. I will say, I did feel like a creep with last week's episode, but that's a whole, but you know. Why is that? Uh, that would be a spoiler for last week's episode. Tell me, anyway. So, no, okay. I'm not. I'm not going to. So, if you ha- all right. So, if you haven't seen last week's episode, uh, a, I okay. Wait a minute. Did I hear somebody say stop? Did Did I just hear Alexa type in? Uh, no, Alexis doesn't watch Game of Thrones either. Okay, fair enough. But. I find it creepy when a girl that was uh, like 10 years old in season one does a nude scene. Okay? Kind of creepy. That, yeah, I can see that. When you, it's like growing up watching someone. When you raise someone, you don't want to see them naked. When you grow up watching someone, there's just something. Yeah, I work with Chloe Grace Grace Moretz. I think she was like 10 at the time. I don't want to see her. I don't want to see her playing a hooker in uh, an Equalizer movie. Not my thing. Well, yeah, you know? you know her as a kid. It's just kind of that, I, you know, I get it. It's a personal thing, but that was also kind of creepy, just in general. Just saying. People are into some weird stuff. You, you can't say anything about that. Don't ask me why, but it's just... <laughs> well, yes. And if you looked at my Google history, I probably wouldn't be one to pass judgment on anybody. <laughs> but, you know, still, still creepy. Oh, I do want to say, so one of our questions, I think, for the week we can get it is be, um, if you've seen Endgame, who is the lone kid at the end? Tell us that. We will give you a free ride at Off-Road Rentals in Palm Springs, California, a float at True Rest Sedona or Las Vegas, or you can have a painting from Pino's Palette. So we'll we'll have more giveaways through the show, but that's my first question. Hit us on Twitter. Tell us who that is. Okay, and uh, you said this is for Endgame, maybe that was for a Endgame. yeah, which is what's in theaters right now, right? Yep. Okay, private messenger on Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah, private message. Don't. <laughs> yeah, like if you ruin the movie, people will hate you. Um, yes. it's, it's really a big deal. I wanted to see Captain Marvel. I haven't gotten to see that yet, mm-hmm. but I love that they're doing, um, I love that they went with, uh, I love that Black Panther was done. I love that Aquaman, I love that we're getting some, uh, multiracial, biracial and female leads in mm-hmm. these films. I think that's really, really important. Um, I really want to see Captain Marvel. Yeah, I haven't seen well, that as, yet. As far as Captain Marvel was concerned, I was remarkably underwhelmed. Really? Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I've heard. Everyone and expected not, it to be I, like. And a, I know that, that that the Brie Larson is is really being dis, the, she's she's getting political, which is always divisive. And I'm putting that aside. I'm not a huge kinda, fan of Brie Larson in general, but it was kind of just a big fat bowl of meh. And I'm not saying it was a bad movie, and I'm not you know it wasn't like Iron Man. Uh, too bad, but you know, it wasn't like uh, Captain America first, the first Captain America, you know, it was well, like somewhere between those two. We've been doing this for 11 years, 
this series has gone on for 11 years now. So, I mean, Paramount has really pushed it. Marvel has really pushed it. Um, and it's become, it's, it's become huge. I think the only, the one coming out after this is, uh, the final guardians of the galaxy. Ah, uh, there's a Spider-Man. I saw a trailer for that. Oh, but it's like Spider-Man senior trip. And if you look at the trailer, you see what I mean. It's like, they're going to Europe and Jake Gyllenhaal, I think is the villain. So, yeah. God bless it. <laughs> Oh, my daughter walked in the so, room where I would have, yeah. or I would have given That's, some money to charity for that. And and you know that is kind of a spoiler for Avengers. If you see the actor in a Spider-Man movie set in present day, I know God, Guardians too. It's just what happens. Yeah, but uh, it looks like uh, Endgame is going to be the first billion-dollar debut. Okay. Yeah. Why not? You got to give them points. They put eleven years yeah. into this. I think they deserve it. No, they get, they they made a product which it kind of is a product uh, that is that people want. Good for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's all I can say about that. And um, the fact that they made a ho hum movie like Captain Marvel a success too. Good for them. Well, yeah, I, the, I'm really disappointed to hear it's ho hum. Yeah. I was hoping it would be more Wonder Woman than Oh no, no than no, no. Superman. And I think Brie Larson is an is an, a pretty amazing actress. Just see the uh, room, and I'm not talking about and turning us apart, Lisa. Room, uh, she can be fantastic, but I think she's a bit miscast in this part. So, do you think the poor quality had to do with bad casting? Uh well, she was the center of attention. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. She's, let me get, she's no Gal Gadot. No, no. Who, uh, no matter, you know, Gal is, you just can't take your eyes off her. Off mm. her. And I'm not, and that's not that it's not she a is a stunning thing. woman. Yeah. She has it. You know, yeah. that, that, that presence that, uh, that, that actors either, either they're going to have it or they don't, you know, where they say a thousand words without speaking one. That's Marie something. Marie got that, you know. Not very many people do. Mm-mm. There's something commanding about Gal Gadot, and she was perfectly cast. Yeah, I agree, and I was pulling for uh, Jamie Alexander. I thought she would have been fantastic. But... I wouldn't want to see anyone else. Maybe beforehand I could have named off people I would have been interested mm-hmm. in seeing, but after seeing uh, her performance, I don't think you could replace her. Yeah, no, no, no. She, that's her role now. Yeah, and she owns it. I, I it's like think that, it's like uh, Wolverine. Oh, we got to go to break. When we come back, we'll get a little oh, more on this. Fair enough. I want to hear about this. All right, I'm Summer Helene. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. 
information you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more, Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric Easy Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England. Along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week. And each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio. Live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we're on with my co-host, host of the Militant Motto, Paul Michael Bolin. And I believe we were comparing Gal Gadot to Hugh Jackman before we left. Yes, I, uh, I think I think we have to back that up a little bit, but which is uh, that they both understand or have presence. Yeah, and know, they both they, stamp they, those roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I still think Wolverine can. You know, Logan. I think. I don't want to see Logan and I mean Wolverine is like my favorite comic book character. Mine so too. I want to see I want to see that comic book character again. Yes, Hugh Jackman's put a great big stamp on it, but you know, hell, I'd I'd give the guy who was supposed to be Wolverine in the first place uh, a shot. Uh, the Dugray Scott. I I don't know. I just once Hugh Jackman again, and this goes in the Gal Gadot category. Mm-hmm. There's just a point that. They so make the character theirs that it's difficult to see well, them as someone else. You know, it's not Doctor cases, Who. It's the, in these cases, this isn't like I would say like Dirty Hair. You know, where that character is Clint Eastwood was an original, reboot, yeah, was original thing. Uh, Wolverine and Wonder Woman have exist. Wonder Woman especially existed a long time before Gal Gadot was even born. Oh, I agree, yeah. but and I don't think she's been, put. Played by Linda Carter, who was a, was excellent. Helped, helped me through puberty. Uh, Linda Carter helped everyone through puberty. Um, that was around watching that, but yeah, oh, God, that one time on a Battle of the Network Stars where she's doing a fifty yard dash and smuggling raisins in a nice tank top. But you know, again, you know, these things just the, the, <laughs> these memories are implanted. There's nothing I do to get rid of them, and I don't want to. So, but that's it. I, they, they put their stamp on. And I think if you mm-hmm. put time yeah. between things, it's okay. If you had tried to put Gal Gadot right after Linda Carter, no one would have had it. Mm-hmm. No, and Adrian Pilecki, I thought, would have made a decent uh, Wonder Woman. That was the that was the actress who played in the Josh Whedon 
tried to turn it into like a, a TV show. So, and she's doing great work on the Orville right now. So, you know, things do work out. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen Orville. I heard it was excellent. It is. It's exactly what you, it's. It's literally it's what I wanted in the Star Trek Next Generation. And I'm not really a Trekkie. It's really fantastic. I like that. Um, I do. I do want to give a quick shout out before I forget uh, to Adrian Alcantar Hair Studios. Thank you for always making me red carpet ready. Asper uh, Mills Bread Company. I love your charity work. Uh, Jennifer McVeigh. She's a wonderful hypnotherapist. We've had her on the show. We'll have her on again. She's actually working with uh, one of our friends of the show, uh, Jared Fjorda, the bear. He's a MMA fighter. He actually has a couple of fights coming up. Off-Road Rentals, thanks for the free giveaways. Pinot's Palette in Palm Springs, thanks for the free giveaways. The Palm Springs Diet, you want to get skinny, spray it under your tongue. It really does work. Uh, makeup by Isabel, hair by Stacy, um, And Jen Marie's Lash Loft, she did some uh, eyelash extension, extensions on me before my last event, and it was wonderful, much better than falsies. And our giveaways this week are from Off-Road Rentals in Palm Springs, uh, float, True Rest, Float Spas in Sedona and Las Vegas, and a painting from Pino's Palette. So I wanted to give a quick shout-out there because we always get sidetracked and never uh, get to that stuff. And, of course, our guest today is my mum, uh, Patty mm. Morris. She was known as Patty Each for a while, so she's always interesting. And I'd like to remind everyone, before we carry on with this conversation, every time we use bad uh, language or swear, uh, <laughs> we uh, give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, we uh, give money to sure. the Humane Society of America, and we give money to free oh. MMA. Paul, I do not know. What to, and Paul comes up with interesting combinations that I'm not sure are swearing. And then my assistant has to count it, so there's a lot more swearing that happens behind the scenes. I'm just it makes to it even more account. difficult like, every time he fucking does that. You know, it's like brown m and It's like removing the brown M&Ms. Just keep me on your toes, dear. Exactly. And um, it's for so, charity. Exactly, Alexis. God, be charitable, duh. Um, to be nice to people. I know it's a change. You can't use your, like, dominatrix whips to count them, but whatever. Uh, I can figure out so, something, though. You can figure out something. Just whip someone until they count it. I know the next time I see her, I'm going to get hurt. It's fine. <laughs> then, of course, uh, so Shannon Dowdy is has joined the revival oh, of Beverly Hills. Shannon, I, think it's, I think it's Doherty. Right? Doherty. Do- Doherty. I, I, was in, I it was always called Dowdy to me. So, um, But it was by an old fellow with a really thick accent. So. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Maybe, maybe she's become a decent human being after she went through the cancer scare. I don't she know. She was a, I don't like calling women the B word, but damn, if anyone deserves How about it. asshole? There we go. She was an asshole. If you want them to hear, because I've adopted this, because you call some, if you call somebody like uh, like a, uh, either like a racial slur, or if you use something that's a sexist remark, just call them an asshole. They'll hear you. Because otherwise, that they only hear the word. But, yeah. I don't like the B word. I think it's anti-feminist. But not calling her an asshole when she is an asshole, I think mm-hmm. that's a problem too. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I worked on a show that she was on, and I'm sorry. <laughs> and when she got, and I was only there for like uh, I think two days, days. Uh, and well, one one of the act. I'm, I'm going to try and get this. It came on set and uh, it, it brought a big vibe of positivity with them, which she killed. 
when she walked on the set. Apparently, she, the, she, the director wasn't allowed to talk to her directly, had to go through her assistant, and, you know, just, bah. But that was a years ago. Maybe she's changed, you know. I hope so. One, yeah, you, you can hope, Paul, but let's be real. I know. I know. But she and went the, through, like, a huge cancer thing not too long ago. And good for her for surviving it. Well, yeah, but on the flip side, everyone only remembers her for being a monster now. So. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't even know what to say. Uh, well, I mean, look, it's. Yeah, I, we neither one or either. You're not working on that show. I know I'm not. Not so. Ain't my problem. Valid point. Mindy King came out. Uh, uh, Mindy Kaling came out um, talking about being the diversity hire on the uh, on the office mm-hmm. to write late night or in the to write late night. So she's now made a TV show out of that with uh, Emma Thompson. I mean, a film, and that's supposed to be spectacular. Mm. Well, I always think she's funny. Uh, oh, she's always funny. She, the diversity. Weren't there other diverse? I mean, I mean, I think she not was really. First, she might have been the first woman of color, but I know that there were two uh, African American actors on that show. She was, she yeah, she was, but she was hired because she was a woman of color. That's why she said it was a diversity hire. It was. She was strictly hired for that reason. And but so she's she, like really talented, so it's oh, kind yeah. of a twofer. It's kind of a twofer, you know. But that's it. Get, but if they you, didn't you, need the diversity hire, that we wouldn't know how damn talented she is. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. It's funny. I, so the Tri- Tribeca Film Festival right now has mm-hmm. half of the celebrities in the world, and not one decent film. Yeah, it sounds like your average film festival. What's your point? It just always cracks me up when that happens. I've got people writing in right now about it. And now, I was going to ask you, because I know we have to go to break in a minute. You're watching the NFL draft? Uh, yeah, I'm watching. It's the second and third round, because I'm that much of a dork for this stuff. First okay. round was yesterday. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I do Fair know enough. that uh, sports is still part of entertainment. So <laughs> yes. you're going to have to explain for Okay. I know they kick that you guys don't play rugby. I got that much. Right, right. But uh, every, but the, the the game doesn't start without somebody kicking the ball. So, yeah. So it's real. This is real football, not not that soccer stuff. Stuff. But uh, yes, it's the college draft. So hot players coming out of college get to get basically drafted off to all the thirty-two teams in professional football. And I'm still puzzled why the Lions took a tight end when we have so many needs on the defensive line and in the uh, backfield. But, you know, that's uh, you. you you're, this isn't helping, is it? This All I've help. got from this is go <laughs> football. Like, I don't know. I, I, I have friends that are football players. I have friends that are fighters. I have friends that do all of this stuff. And it's uh-huh. all part of entertainment. And I understand nothing about it. Yeah. 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 It, you know, and really, I only watch one sport. I only watch football. I don't. I I find it really difficult for me to give a give a shit about uh, baseball, basketball, or hockey. You know, no, I'm going to get some shit for saying that, but I'm sorry. You know, I'm a fair weather Piston Red Wing and uh, Tiger fan, but I even have to be reminded what the weather's like sometimes. You know, like hey, they're in the playoffs. You know, all right. All right. 
Mm. I still think it all counts as a sport except for the rock-throwing broom one. Oh, curling. Yeah, I still don't understand that. But, you know, Canadians, what are you going to do? It's in the Olympics now. Yeah, I don't understand. It's it's a matter of sliding a rock and then cleaning your room? That's what I got from it, but it has something to do with kinetic energy or whatever. Uh-huh. And I figured out one thing from it. Mm. It's better than that, what they would have been doing with the moose in their spare time. Mm. Ah, you know, I think that, that, you know, moose are like the... I think they're the number one killer of humans on this continent. That's it. It saved them from the moose. It gave them uh, yeah. a way not to be killed. It gave them something to do rather than go, <laughs> like, moose tipping. Is moose tipping a thing or am I just... No. But oh, you don't get anywhere near a damn moose. <laughs> you go. No, 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 no. Yeah, they are <laughs> violent. They are the assholes of the forest. When okay, I was up they, in uh, Arizona, they mm. had, you know, deer crossing. You see the you know, deer in the picture prancing and then they had moose crossing and it's just a moose standing there staring at you. Even right. the warning signs are just a moose basically going, fuck you. Pretty much. Pretty much. The animal kingdom, you know, them and hippos of all things. Are, hippos are, like, are yeah, mean. And they're, and they're also, I think they're the number, aren't they the number one killer? I think. Yeah. You yes. Know, in Africa. And we're not talking like uh, carriers of diseases like mosquitoes are clearly the most dangerous thing on the planet uh, in certain in certain areas, of course, of course. But no, they, these things can kill you with their face. <laughs> Think about that. That is awful. Mm hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's where you go. So <laughs> you don't go up. I love walking in the woods. I've only come in, I think I got within 50 yards of a moose once. And then, like, I don't know, I think it realized that I had wet myself and ran away. So uh, it's a good tactic. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Wait. Oh, yeah. Wet make yourself sure and that, run. Yeah. Make sure that, the, that, that you taste least like a cheeseburger. And that's, that's, that's it. So just, Same, just uh, we're working on a docu on Tasmanian tigers right now. And so we're talking about going to, uh, you know, going to Tassie to, uh, to shoot this. And I've been going back and forth with my dad and he suggested I talk to his cousin and his uncle and my family's really weird, but they do spend a lot of time in the bush in Tasmania, at least growing up. So we were talking about all of this and he said, you know, and when you're out in the bush, you just have one rule. You don't have to be the fastest runner. Just don't be the slowest. Right. And he said, Which don't worry about it. why I said that I've been, brought, I've been brought on hikes and camping as simply bear insurance. Exactly. Well, my dad said the point is Alexis, my assistant, has never been to Australia, so she's his insurance. She doesn't know the terrain. I was like, that is awful. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you don't know how to run out of there. <laughs> oh. And also, know I know this, so I'm going to nail somebody in the knee with a, with a hatchet before <laughs> I start running. So, yeah. <laughs> That's the best thing about tree. Well, that's what trees and people have in common. You hit them with an axe, they both fall down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. It, it's true. But yeah, that was my dad's my dad's plan. He's like, well, Alexis hasn't been here before, so she doesn't know the terrain. You just got to outrun her. I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> I'm um, sure Alexis can outrun us both. I'm just saying. Uh, no, I can outrun Alexis. <laughs> that's really? Yeah. Huh. She does, she's does not she a take runner. Inch, does she take the stiletto heels off? Yeah, she's just, she's not a runner. 
she um, also, like, we will go to the gym and stuff, and she's not uh, with the jiu-jitsu and the wrestling and the sparring. She's not – she's active, but she's, like, yoga active. All right, well, she still got a better 40 time than I do. Oh, hell yeah. She could – girl can bend her foot and put it to the back of her head. But oh, no, no, she's, that, like, that was, yoga. That was, that was a speed thing. Ah. A f- uh, whenever we say faster 40 time, referring to the 40-yard dash. Ah. Mm-hmm. Is this football so, again? No, no, no. It's, it does relate to football because I haven't been looking at 40 times, but uh, that's just a generalized thing. It's an Olympic thing, too. You know, there is a 40-yard dash in the Olympics. I so, know nothing except filmmaking and ballet, so it's just I'm how fast feeling... You can run 40, it's just how fast it can run 40 yards. Do know? we know what that is in meters? 5-5. Five, five. Um... Yeah, I, I, unless you know, I, I only know meters. Uh, okay, guys, when we come back, we are going to be on with... Half um, a football field. I know that half doesn't a football help. Field. Not okay. even a little bit. No, no, <laughs> like, 50 yards. Speak Australian, Sorry. damn it! Still, oh, you people are so weird. Right? <laughs> the whole world's on the metric system. Catch up. Um, oh, yeah. No, I agree with that. that was, <laughs> I was there when we tried to change over. I thought, oh, this is so much simpler. But we didn't. <laughs> Americans are pretty entrenched in the system. Um, we have to go to break. When we are going back, we are going to be on with my mom, uh, Patricia Morris. She grew up in California. She was teaching ballet. Uh, she was teaching ballroom by the time she was 16 years old. Um, and she'll tell you a lot more once we go to break. Yes. We'll tell, we'll tell you about it when we get back. Bye. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7.
listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. And our guest today is going to be my mum, Patty Morris. She has been teaching dance since she was 16. She was pursuing competitions. She won the title of Armed Forces Queen uh, in California. Her first television appearances were on the Joe Namath Show, where she was invited uh, as a speaking guest and dancer. She appeared on The Gong Show, began dancing with Danny Ter- uh uh, Tarot of Dance Fever. Oh, Danny Tarot. Yeah. Yes, that was it. Thank you. I can't pronounce that. Um, worked with Dean show. Martin's. Uh, worked with Dean Martin's uh, Gold Diggers. Uh, she danced with Dance Machine, The Lockers. She formed her own dance group, Lady Dynamite. It was a warm-up act at the Las Vegas Tropicana Hotel. She toured the U.S. and Canada. She's performed as a backup singer and dancer for Del Shannon, uh, and. TV's Action 77 and 78. She is the highest grossing competitive dancer from 1970 to 1980. She's choreographed for TV, including uh, Dos uh, Equus commercials, talk shows Dos Equis, thank you. I'm doing really well. This is my mum, by the way, and I'm screwing up this bio. I'm going to get grounded, and I'm a grown-up. Um, Dos Equis commercials, talk shows featuring Petite uh, Body Engineering Company. She worked as an MC for the Century Club, Chippendales All Male Review, and the Riviera Hotel in Palm Springs. She moved to Australia. She became an entertainment coordinator. She was uh, set up performances at the Sydney Opera House. She assisted uh, Dance Estefords, appeared on the Curiosity Show. She was on the news. She was at the Royal Easter Show. I mean, she was all over when I was growing up. Um, also made me taking dance lessons really hard because she was really good. Um, she still is, by the way. And, of course, she just put together a TV show called Let's Dance, which has been a nightmare in post-production and made me cry at least twice. Um, I don't know if she's on yet. Do we have her? And that all being said, where's your mother? Mom, are you there? <laughs> You know what's bad when you it's like hard to get your mum on the show. <laughs> so mum, welcome to the show. Thank you, Summer. My pleasure. <laughs> I screwed up your bio horribly. How really? I thought possible? you did a good job. <laughs> it's, it's set out so perfectly. How is that possible? She, you I just mispronounced Terrio and Dosakis. Terrio and I know. I, because there were words I didn't know. Oh there are words goodness. I should have known. <laughs> there are words I should have known, but words I didn't know. I would love an example, but I guess we need to move on. <laughs> we, we do. You'll have to listen back to this show. Well, when I talk about you, usually I tell everyone about you spilling, like, Bob Hope's lunch in his lap. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> um, or, or what was it? Or being accused of having an affair with was James Earl Ray. The guy that shot yeah. uh, Martin Luther King. <laughs> so I tell those stories because they're far more horrifying. Well, oh, huh? good. <laughs> Paul's like, what? 
well, you can tell him. Well, it's you can tell. Can you tell the Bob Hope one, Mum? So at least everyone knows I'm Toy Mountain. The James. Hey. Okay. Oh, uh, I, was, I was just simply having breakfast with my parents. I was, I was young. I mean, you know, things happen, and of I, course, we were in a big um, breakfast room and walked you know, straight into him, or he walked into me, I'm not sure, but he wore my breakfast. There you go. <laughs> you know? Yeah, she, she, I she dumped, like, I hear very embarrassing. You know, or I, I get the don't trust media warnings, and that's mostly because of the James L. Ray issue. Oh, yeah, 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 that's, uh, yeah, it, it taught me my lesson about newspapers. I really had no clue. It was about... 19 or 20, I think, and uh, had no cl- had no clue how papers twisted things and made things sound uh, very sus, you know, very suspicious. My, they put her down. Uh, she was teaching ballroom dancing. She ended up teaching ballroom dancing to James Earl Ray ages before he, you know, did horrible things um, or the most horrible thing he could have done at that point. And so, um, assassin of a world leader. Yeah. So then he shot Martin Luther King. And the next thing that happens is a long beach paper puts out an article about my mom being the smoky brunette and making it sound like she had an affair with James. I I left the studio at the same time. James did, you know, that kind of thing. All the inferences, <laughs> which is which I always found really funny because my mum was always heavily into civil rights, heavily into equality. So it was kind of shocking to me that they tried to put that twist on it. <laughs> More shocking to me to walk into work and be surrounded by FBI. Oh God. That. I didn't know the FBI got involved. Oh my God, yes. That's how uh, I found I would out everything. So. Yeah. The- they were there so the- waiting. So the paper put out a story because you gave some dude a dance lesson one time and all of a sudden you're being well, interviewed actually, by the I, FBI. He, he probably got about 20 lessons from me. So we had uh, 20 hours, you know. And like I always thought of him as George Goble, who nobody would recognize because he's an old, old actor. But for some reason, no, I, no, no, no. I, I know who that is. Mm-hmm. You know who oh, George Goble is? Okay. Yes, I do. I do not know what a George Goebel is. So, so you then you got questioned by the FBI. Oh, absolutely. Sat down and questioned. Absolutely. That has got to be exciting. a weird experience. <laughs> like, the press can be really Well, shitty. you know, when you're young, everything's but, exciting. Because you know you're not in trouble, but still. Um, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know you're not in trouble, but you don't know the extent of which the press will go to whore itself out for readers. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So they accused you of sleeping with... That's funny. So I, I'm going to tell yeah. everyone what my mom once said to me, and she's going to kill me for saying this. Um, she turned around, and mom's comment was once, and I'd like to point this, was out after a couple of glasses of wine in her jacuzzi. But she said, oh. don't kill me, mom. She's like, I don't know how they could think I would even be involved in that. I mean, for God's sake, I didn't date any white men. I was a one-woman civil rights movement. Yeah! Oh, God, I didn't say that. Come on. <laughs> you did, too. Fair <laughs> enough. Maybe. Uh, Alexis was there. Alexis? I get it. I actually confirmed this. Yeah, I... I, um, <laughs> I don't want to say versatile. Um <laughs> 
Is there a man who's looking and intelligent and fun? Well, hell, I don't care. (laughs) It's hard to be open to dating other races when you're in a monogamous relationship. That's very true. That's very true. There we go. There's that. So, yeah, I get it. Good tag. I would have laughed my ass. I'm still kind of laughing my ass. But, yeah, that's the. But that was it. I think my dad was like the one white guy my mom dated. No, that is not true. I according was, to your um, mother, it was. Yeah, well, according to my mother, but she <laughs> will never find my mother. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> There's no family issues at all coming out of here. It's just bleeding all over. There we go. Oh, fun. Yeah. Hey, yeah. my mom's boyfriend right now is gorgeous. Mm. So she oh, has good is. taste. I got to give her that. <laughs> so you have been in all aspects of the entertainment industry. Um, with most people, I get to grill them and you know not have so many personal stories. So I apologize in advance and after and in advance again. Um, You've you've worked good in all aspects. You've had years. good experiences. You've had bad experiences. The first question I got oh, on Twitter I from guess. someone was, "You're a dancer. How does someone become a dancer?" You, it's a passion. You love it. Yeah. And you can only be successful at something you really, really love or you give up everything to do something, even if you don't love it. But I absolutely had a passion for dance and still do. It's, That's, uh, I'm sorry. The only thing I can equate it to, and it seems like an odd analogy, would be skiing, downhill skiing, uh, which... The feel, I don't know how to explain the feeling, the happiness, the freeness, the everything, you know? Dancing's like that, especially if you're dancing for other people, because that um, acknowledgement from other people is just super, just super. One of the uh, one of the things I can say, when I told my mom, because you guys are asking a lot of how do you get into it, um, what do you do in the entertainment industry, how do you do this for a living, one of the things my mom said to me, I told her I wanted to be an actress and I wanted to be in film and this and that, um, well, most parents, <laughs> well actually most parents would turn around to you and go, all right sweetie, you know, if, if that's what you want to do and think you're going to grow out of it, my mom was like, okay, here's well, the list of what you have to do. It? That's really common. We get a lot of people that write in and say that. My mom was like, here's the list of what you got to do. This is how hard you have to work. You understand you're working for yourself. Like, she she was the adult that, you know, took it seriously and said, then you need to start training. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I know most of the people I know, it says, I want to be an actor. Well, get an engineering degree first. Yeah, my mom was not that person. She was like, if this Fair is enough. what you want to do, work your ass off and do it. Yeah, well, Detroit, what are you going to do? Well, you got to be good at what you do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now, that, as... You have that twinkle in your eye, though, Summer. You were really wanting to do that. You loved to perform for people at that time. Oh, I, I did. It was uh, What killed it for me was actually performing. Um, <laughs> when I realized that people wanted to touch me and talk to me, I was like, maybe I can get behind the camera. Yeah, um, well, I hate that's acting when I people are watching. Funny. I liked yeah, it when people, actually can. I loved stage. I loved stage. I didn't yeah. like um, I didn't like camera as much, and I didn't like when I'd have to go to conventions or premieres or even the cons 
people were always trying to touch me and take photos with me and that creeped me out. And so um, I, I, I got behind the scenes. I wanted to stay in entertainment. I just didn't like people touching me. Touching. I, was, I yeah, never I was, they, they didn't impact. mess with Pardon, Mom? You know, um, I was very lucky. The majority of people didn't really mess with me because I kind of stayed with, you know, a particular group who kind of knew what, you know, they were about and uh, felt a little safer from the masses because I didn't and like it either. Yeah. Well, you performed all over the world. I mean, you've, you really performed everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm, I'm just, I have to ask you we've got people I'm, I'm going through Twitter right now we've got people writing in um, if, if I want to be a professional dancer what is the most important thing for me to remember start taking lessons <laughs> yeah and you have to do it on your own you can't just depend on your lesson you've got to get in there and learn a little bit about freestyling and then your ability to express yourself all they're going to teach you is you know, standard steps and everything you're going to learn by rote, by repetition. But you've got to be able to take that and change it to suit you. What is you, you know? Uh, one of the questions, my parents don't want me to dance. They don't think I can make a living. Can I make a living? You can. Please, you're over 18 if you're listening to this show, by the way. Mm. Yes. Uh, I really believe you can. I think it's very difficult. There's a lot of dancers out there, and today there's even more. And they're all very, very good, and there's so many directions to go with your dancing. You know, you have your ballroom and your ballroom competitions. You've got your lock locking, popping, whacking, breaking. You have got so many different styles that you can go into. But I say the way to make a living is be commercial. You have to learn everything. I've got to say, when you talk about styles of dance, I get the same look on my face that people get when I talk about the internet and social media platforms and coding. Like, people just look at yeah. me like I'm making up words. I pretty much only know yeah. the cha-cha and twerking. Yeah. Or things the, that involve uh, a pole. Yeah. You know. that's, so, I mean, there are a lot of different styles by the sound of it. Well, I had you in the living room last week with doing cha-cha and swing, and that's yes, what I grew up doing. I grew yeah. up doing that, literally, and then with the advent of Soul Train, American Bandstand didn't impress me as much as Soul Train did. Soul Train was excellent. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's what inspired you to put together your own TV show, which is now in post, been in post for like yes. two years, was... Um, is got VFX being done, cartooning being done, um, a whole bunch of stuff being done to it right now. Right. Yes, very excited about that. Can't wait till it goes on the air. And I think it's going to give a platform for all these people, kids mainly, you know, um, somewhere to go and dance and get a little recognition for what they do. And now, can I, you know, what, what was the hardest part for you? Because I know switching to a different format, going into TV and going on the production end of it, you hit a lot of snags. Um, I tried to help, but you and I like fought the whole time, so I had to mind my own business. Um, 
what was the hardest part for you getting in, getting into that end of it? Uh, the amount of work that was involved. I, you know, just thought I had to have my fingers into everything and I had to be aware of everything going on. And while I was doing that, I was auditioning dancers and, you know, trying to write the uh, script and doing a million things. It was quite overwhelming, actually. Very stressful. Actually, with you, it was stressful. <laughs> with well, I, but, yeah, I think it's yeah. I definitely, I'm so used to I'm so used to working in an environment where everyone kind of does their own job. Everyone's like cocks. Everyone knows what they're doing and does their own job. And I can definitely say, Mum did want to be in every aspect of that, which in some ways was phenomenal, and in other ways, um, I wanted to kill her. So I actually had to to step out until they got deposed. <laughs> well, I guess I felt as a producer, that I needed to know everything that was going on, but that wasn't my only hat. I think the, so, the, the reason... Now, I took I would have, what I would have done differently um, is I would have for sure had you as an EP. I would not have had you on set producing, but I don't think, um, because of how much you love dance and that show, I don't think you could have kept your fingers out of it, even if you wanted to. Um, but more than that, I would have had... I, I would have interviewed you... And I would have had you heavier into into that aspect because I know yeah. we brought on um, one of the dancers, you know, but part of the problem we had with the edit was trying to edit him into it. Um, I would well, have we utilized were you to bring in an old school dancer that was recognizable and he had done Electric Boogaloo and Breaking 1 and 2. So for the You're people who see than the he is. You're a better dancer than he is, and that's not bias. I'm more, honey. I'm more versatile. I'm. Yes. I. He doesn't have any training at all. Yes. What little I have, I put to use. You know, or no, whatever. He used I to take teach him. dance. Little my tush. But that's a yeah. pretty cool resume to be on break into electric bugaloo. Okay. All right. Yeah, I know. I'm I, I get. I get yeah. it. No, he he was cool. He was just a bad interview. Like <laughs> mum, mum, and I can tell you, this is where we got conflict. Mum made choices I wouldn't have made. I would have interviewed mum in the pilot. I would have gone with, um, like, her locker friend. I would, I would have done it very, very differently. The way she did it was good. It's just made editing, um, like, driving a nail into your head. Well, but I just I know figured I could do it on another show, Summer. I could come in as a choreographer, and there's a ton of choreographers out there I want to bring on the show and let them, um, you know. Not the guy I brought on this show. I brought one guy on, turned out he slept with an underage girl, and there was a whole bunch of problems. Don't bring him on. Uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, but uh, I yeah, it was. He's such a great dancer. Mom, I, you I, can't I, have him on a children's show. Like, I, we couldn't have, we had him on this show that. and got in trouble. Well, I was just as shocked as you, Summer, and I'm very sorry about that because, like I say, um, you didn't know, we didn't know, now we know. <laughs> yeah, no, no we didn't, we really we didn't know. Yeah, so that's it. We, it's, we, we, we were all to blame at this yeah. point, right? <laughs> I know that's true. It's it's very true. But yeah, it's um, I, I definitely would like to see that. Uh, so for those that are interested in the show, we have about two minutes left. The name of the show is Let's Dance. I have like fifty USA. questions, Mum. Let's Dance USA. I beg your pardon. Um, I've been I've been talking to the editors and stuff, so I'm used to it being shortened. But it's called Let's Dance USA. 
Um, I believe we're going to have some clips that mum's going to put up herself. I'm going to put up some links to her social media so you guys can go check her out. Mum, do you have a Twitter? I probably do, but I haven't really been on it. Cool. Anywhere on social media can we find you? Yeah. Or can people find you? Oh, Facebook, well, Patty H. Uh, I have a Let's Dance USA page. I have the Patty H. Harris Morris page, which uh, we will put up links to all social media. I owe. Yeah. That way you can get oh. my bio and history and everything else. Um, and, Mom, um, can we get you yeah. back on the show? Because I have a bunch of questions that we didn't answer and a whole bunch of questions apparently about James Earl Ray and Bob Hope. And, oh, uh, one question that is quick. Did you win the gong show? Yes. See? Yes. yes. Actually, awesome. I've, got the, I've got the number for bringing it up. I'm trying to get the clip, but I don't know how to capture it. I'm somehow still having some difficulty. So, yes, don't learn about social can... media from her or media, but definitely learn about dance. Mum, I'd love to have you on again. We have a bunch of questions uh, from our listeners, so I will drag you back on again. Um, My pleasure. If you do not mind? Oh, I love, I love it. No, no, I love to talk about dance. Ask me anything. Yeah, they have. I have a whole list of questions <laughs> that we just didn't get to. Um, guys, I'm going to put up Mum's social media so you can check her out. Paul, everyone can find you on... And uh, you can find the old episodes that we did on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. And, of course, uh, please follow, please uh, uh, join me on Facebook and Twitter and, of course, the YouTube page. Perfect. Mm -hmm. um, I do want to say, Mum, thank you so, so much for being on. I'm sorry we didn't get to a lot of the questions. Um, your stories are always wonderful. You have an amazing resume. And i got to say, I'm really proud of you. I love having you on this stuff, and I love going to events with you because you're always really impressive. Uh, one of the questions we do have before we go is, where can they watch you dance? Wow. Well, again, they'll see me on my Facebook page and um, the Patty uh, H page because I've got, like I said, that's, a lot of old dance clips and different things. The coolest one, look for the one of her in a sequin bodysuit and silver thong. Um, <laughs> All right, what's the page again? Right. <laughs> that was at Chippendales, actually. That was a she was She's really incredible. You guys got to check that, check that out. Mum, um, thank you for being on the show. Guys, that is uh, Patty H. She is uh, Patty Morris now because of my dad. He ruined her life, apparently. Gave her two kids, stopped it. No, I'm kidding. Mum, thank you for being on the show. And Paul, uh, thank you as always. Mum, I'm holding you to coming back on again because you just got me Twitter bombed with questions, and that's wonderful. Okay, Perfect. well, I'm looking forward to it. Perfect. All right, the guys. lines are about to pick 43. <laughs> okay, all right. Great. So Paul can go back to his uh, football Guys, thank you very, very much for listening in. This is Behind the Scenes. I promise we will have her on again. We'll see you next week. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.